the Field podcast. My name's Kane Wallstrom, founder of Money Empire, here with Issa Nasiwa, co-host. Issa, how are you? I'm good, good. Pumped, ready to go. Awesome. This uh, this podcast, we're going to touch, I suppose, on the, the two topics beforehand, being serviceability and deposit, but also just wrapping everything up. So the scenario is, Issa, that... Um, I have found my dream home, dream home. I've come to you, you've worked out my deposit, I've got the pre-approval from the bank, I know that I can purchase a house at X. I've found my uh, my house, my first home, um, and there's all different types of listings, but this home is being listed as priced by negotiation. What do I do from here? First and foremost, you get in touch with your solicitor, the someone you trust, someone that can help guide you through the purchasing process. So I should, in essence, really engage with a solicitor before I do this? Absolutely. You want to meet someone, you want to understand how they work, you want to understand the obligations um, from both parties, and you want to be comfortable with that. Um, But a good solicitor will help guide you through the next step of putting a conditional offer or unconditional offer on this property. Okay, so I've engaged with the real estate agent of the home I want to buy. You've said to engage with a lawyer, which I've done. The real estate agent sends me um, a sale and purchase. What do I do from here? A couple of things. One, you want your solicitor to look over the sale and purchase agreement to make sure everything is kosher and that it's nice and clean. Often there's a section in the sale and purchase around further terms of sale. A good solicitor will pick all these things up um, and just make sure everything is in line for you. And making sure things like settlement day is in line with what you want to do and if you want to change that or, or change it, put a variation in that, go back to your lawyer, is that correct? You want your lawyer to talk you through all this. Um, you want to work with other professionals to talk, um, such as your broker, your accountant, your solicitor around the purchase price and then you want to talk about what, if you're putting in an unconditional offer, what conditions you want included on the sale and purchase agreement and your solicitor can help um, guide you through all these steps. So in this case, um, I'm going to buy this house for a million dollars. I want to put a conditional offer in uh, and I want to make it subject to finance. Even though I've got it, I want to make it subject to finance. Why would I do that? This is to safeguard yourself and just to give you the time to say withdraw KiwiSaver if you um, are using KiwiSaver as part of your deposits. So these are the types of um, things you want your solicitor to talk you through, especially around a finance condition. So finance is also too from the bank size, making sure they're happy with security, is that correct? Yep, the bank will want to tick off their security or the house to make sure um, it is good from their system. Often they have a system in the background. Um, they don't want to make sure it's not a leaky home. Um, they'll look at what year the property was built um, and they just want to make sure it's sufficient security from their eyes. So I've put a subject, a conditional subject of finance. Um, I've been told to put a conditional subject um, for limit title. Who checks that for me? Your solicitor will be able to um, look at the limb and the title for you. Um, Often through time, through the years, if there's been renovations on your house, you want to make sure that everything has council compliance and this will show up in the limb and the title, which um, a good solicitor will walk you through and um, check it thoroughly to make sure it is a good investment from your end. So you're looking at any types of um, indiscretions on title plans or anything like that, I suppose? Yeah, and it can be very technical. And um, a good lawyer and good solicitor that's... um, 
being involved with property will be able to look at these. Um, they look at it second nature, and it'll all, you know, either if a red flag will pop up if something on the title, something on the plans doesn't look right, and this is all important in the purchase of a house. Okay, so I've put um, condition of finance, uh, limb and title check by my lawyer, building report I've been told to put down. Does this what does this do for me? We always recommend um, to our clients to get a building report. It's to safeguard yourself. Um, it's to get a thorough inspection of the house um, by a qualified builder um, because you want to know that you're not buying a lemon of a house at the end of the day. You want to make sure everything such as the pilings on the house is clean that you're not buying a leaky home, that there is no weather tightness issues, all these sorts of things. And a building inspection done by a respected company will um, give you a detailed report um, on the condition of the house. So it's providing me peace of mind at the end of the day. Absolutely, and you need that peace of mind because it's a huge investment and an important one at the end of the day. So I've put down the three conditions um, which are safeguarding me. How long should I give myself normally to, to tick all these off with my solicitor? We often allow 10 working days. Um, you've got to remember that, you know, if there's public holidays in the way, if there's Christmas and New Year's, um, sometimes these don't count as business days, but to safeguard yourself because for a KiwiSaver withdrawal, uh, for instance, they say allow up to five to 10 business days. So it's always a good round number of 10 business days to get your finance sorted. You've got to order a building report and get it back in that time um, and to order a limb if need be and then to have that looked over by your solicitor you need to give your time give yourself you know up to 10 days so i've done all that put put the purchase price down on paper signed all the pages sent it through it's then been countersigned received it back everyone's agreed on a price we start doing a meeting the, the conditions or the criteria of what we need to um, do I need to get an, a, a registered valuation or an RV? I hear a lot of the time when security is being ticked off by a bank, they may actually request a registered valuation even though I haven't put it as a condition. Yep, and often we see this for people that don't have a full 20% deposit. If you are what we call a high LVR um, and where you have a smaller deposit, often the banks require a registered valuation. And this is a formal registered valuation and all the banks have uh, different valuers that they um, are aligned with. So it's important not to just rush out there and get a registered valuation, for instance, with ANZ, um, where ANZ and ASB use different valuing companies so it's really important to uh, discuss this with uh, the bank or your broker um, who often can organize the registered valuation on your behalf. What are some of the other things that I should prepare for before I'm actually going unconditional? Uh, insurance? Yeah insurance is a big one obviously um, insurance company also want to make sure that um, they have all the correct details around the property um, is the property going to be lived in? Is it going to be in a rental property or investment property? Um, and they want to make sure that um, all the conditions are right because if there comes time to make a claim, you want to have all the details correct um, to make sure they will pay out on that claim. I know with the insurance companies, geographical areas like Christchurch because of the, the earthquakes can make a difference and, and some zonings may almost be uninsurable at some point in time. Um, and also to electrical wiring, old electrical wiring in homes. Yeah, often a lot of insurance companies um, want to know that the house has been rewired and often will request 
um, the rewire certificate, an electrical certificate um, for the property. So they want, also want to know if there's a new kitchen, if it's been replumbed, has the house been repiled. Um, all these things are taken into consideration when you're getting insurance on your property. And obviously hand in hand with house insurance, you should be looking at getting some type of personal insurance to, to cover um, I suppose the gap if something was to happen to you if you if you took on the debt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, personal risk insurance is um, is key, especially you know when buying um, the house with uh, your partner, your wife um, to protect your kids. It's always um, important to have the right insurance in place um, to safeguard yourself and your family and your investments. So all conditions have been met. I've gone unconditional. Solicitors advised. Happy to do so. We're approaching settlement day. What happens on settlement days? Look, for the purchases of the house, they just sit back and wait for the keys, um, which is the beauty about it. The solicitors will look after everything to do with settlement day. They will request the money from the bank. So I personally don't get the money in my account? Look, we often get um, asked questions on settlement day. Uh, when are the bank going to transfer me the money? You don't have to worry about any of it. Your solicitor um, will work with the people selling the place, the solicitor, the vendor's solicitor, um, they will work with the bank to request the money and they will transfer the money to the vendor's solicitor's account on settlement day. Um, they will look after the transfer of title into your names or your entity that you're purchasing it in. Um, and the beauty about it, at the end of the day, you just sit back and wait for the keys. Boy, sounds like um, being the buyer is an easy part of the process. So uh, overall, um, the uh, engaging with professionals is really key. It can take a lot of um, pain points away. You need a lawyer definitely um, to do this process. Um, settlement day, I get the keys, and the next thing I do is, I suppose, um, organise the moving trucks, and away I go into my new home. Absolutely, and that's the best part about it. Um, but it is key having the right professionals um, with your best interests at heart looking out for you, and that makes the whole process that much smoother. Fantastic. That's another podcast uh, done and dusted. My name's Kane Wallstrom here with East and the Siwa. If you guys and girls uh, out there have any questions, please find us on all social media platforms, uh, website, phone or email. Until next time, um, goodbye.